Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting round of Caravan 13. Last episode, we had literally the DM basically talking for an hour and my players reacting. I apologize about how that went, but I felt like, given the circumstances, it was a lot easier to just railroad them through a lot of important story cutscenes and then let them finally be on their own. After me literally railroading them for two and a half seasons at this fucking point, <laughs> I'm sure you understand. We're back because it's the same day as the last episode. Maybe ten minutes after the great reveal of Veridoth's untimely and unfortunate demise. <laughs> Mac is here, Sarah's here, Chad is here, because it's the same night Brandon's not here, but all of your favorite characters return, except for Vareed and Shay. This time on Caravan 13. It's the next morning. Well, easy. Jesus. Didn't even get to tell you wake up and you both see each other come out of your rooms. You do so and knock on his door. Okay. Buried. Buried. You don't get a reply. Boosh. Kick in the door. Give me a strength check, you knob. <laughs> come on. Crit. Crit. Please fucking crit. <laughs> she crit failed. She crit failed. Lord God. You find... You kick the door in such a way that you actually trip and knock the door over. You found it was already open. Basically, it's almost like you pressed your ear against the door and... Thwomp. I just reach down and lift her up by the scruff and put her back on her feet. You both look up and see a sheet over Vareed with his red arm draped out from the covers and there's a small puddle of blood on the floor. His skin looks a little ashy gray. You don't get there just yet. There's one last thing you notice before you go to examine him. You see a steel raven feather knocked in his bookcase. Sarah straight up got the fucking lazy twitchy eye right now. Like Fievel's go Fievel goes fucking west, bro. Part of recognizes the feather. Part of recognized the feather. Wait downstairs. I'm gonna check. 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 Yes. Uh, Parta, do you leave the room? No, I stay by Vareed. And I'm trying to look for any other clues. You see the scratches on the windowsill where she, where somebody, you don't, you have an idea. You basically know, like, this is Shay's kind of thing. You recognize this steel feathery dagger. But it can't be. Shay wouldn't do something like this. I mean, it's been 200 years, right? It hasn't been that long. We were in jail together. Something's changed in two weeks, then. In two I weeks? It's been more Gorak than... reaches over and lifts up the blanket a little. You see Vareed with two coins on his eyes. Oh. I then put a hand on his neck to check his pulse. 
you find he's still warm. And you feel him breathe. Wake up, Marie! Wake up! Wake up! You don't do this <laughs> I didn't to tell me. you that, but it's like, okay, this is weird. Is this when you schwa the clock? Basically, yeah. You find Vareed, bare naked, save for one long, beefy loincloth in his bed. And his entire bed is covered in blood. Riddled, like literally he was bled dry. Vareed, you wake up, go to rub your eyes and feel some coins... Remove them, stare at them kind of blurry for a moment, and then you realize that Gorak and Parter are basically staring at your uh, sweet nothings right now. <laughs> Morning, sunshine. The sun says hello. See something you like? <laughs> Easy! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Temptation of gone. Later. Later. So, yeah, Vareed, you awake after having quite the vivid dream. Mm -hmm. And then you realize you look at your bed, and it's still cold and squishy. I don't like this place. So I heard a night your old friend Shay showed up, it looks like. That's what it looks like. I'm going to kill her when I see her. No, don't kill her. Well, I have a feeling I know who probably killed the High Chancellor. (sighs) Which is terrifying. I don't know how I'm alive right now. It's freaky, isn't it? (laughs) Considering there's no stab wounds, it's even freakier. What is there? I turn around and... I, is there... I try to feel... Nothing. Um, nothing. Nothing. You are immaculate as the night you went to sleep. Mm. Uh, I walk over to the uh, feather and pick it up to take to investigate it. I want you to roll me a d20. Stop! If you roll less than a 12, something is going to happen. Pass me the box. Gently. I'm not even gonna. I'm just gonna tell you. Crit fail. <gasps> At least it was, it's a funny one. It's not funny, because I know what these are. Chad. Does Gorak get a hook? Gorak doesn't get a hook. He might get a hook. <laughs> No, you, uh, you pick up the steel feather, and as you, like, pick it up to look at it, you would have expected it to be strong like steel, but it breaks and begins to bleed. What the fuck is this? As the blood touches your hands, 
you find it quite caustic as it begins to eat through your gloves. Ah, shit! Take 12 damage. I'm joking. I'm joking. I rolled a 12 on this. That must be some of Shay's blood magic. She was um, quite bloodthirsty in the end. I'm surprised she left all that blood on the bed. That's my blood. But I'm surprised she didn't drink it. Who's to say she didn't? But yeah, Sarah, as soon as I, as soon as he said it's failing, I'm like, ah, oh, crap, this is one of the exploding ones. <laughs> nope. Uh, if, it, if it had exploded, it would have been a big old rip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. But uh, yeah, you picked it up and the blood is caustic. Did you ever lick his glove off in time? He was able to, oh, but yeah. you notice it like singes the wood and stuff. So. Not unlike the kind of acid you would have found at the tower, actually. Oh. 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 I start getting dressed. <laughs> uh, I imagine this whole thing's going on while you're getting your breeches on. So <laughs> trying to squeeze your hiney in your fucking trousers. Oh. So your friend knew blood magic. I think so, but mainly she liked to drink it and then she became super freaky powerful. She was a vampire? Let me translate Pardeth. She made a pact with a demon. I mean, it makes sense. I don't know why she would, but it makes sense with powers. Old father does weird shit with his followers. Now we just have to find her. Yes. Before she causes even more damage, it looks like. She must be out of her mind right now. Honey. I've seen oh, a, a lot dear. of stuff do this. But I've heard stories of things like this. This is child's play. Korak. You feel your left arm begin to burn. Fuck, let's go off! You find, just above your left collarbone on your neck, a small cut form. Stops just before one of the main veins. What the fuck is going on here? You notice it begins to trace a symbol on your neck. Can I, I inspect the symbol? It's the tiefling symbol you found in the cave. Oh, fuck. <sighs> now you get marked by a tiefling. It's not very fun, is it? Somebody... It's like they did a doodle on your neck. It's light, surface, but something you can't make go away. I feel that Shay's fallen in with some very bad people. Not people. One. Rogue. Rogue is the key to all of it. Rouge. Rouge. 
Rouge rogue, same difference. He's quite the dashing rogue, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if these are like the stories I've heard, we gotta kill whoever put this. Fucking hell, this is gonna be fun. Of course, he can't stand someone's sigil on his friend's neck. Only his sigil belongs there. Wow. I mean, Not I'm... wrong, but... <laughs> I know. <laughs> You hear a knock at the door. Come in. You find one of the innkeeps. There you are. You'd said to come in around 10, make sure you got up all right. Uh, you left your effects downstairs last night. Thought it was a bit odd. Normally you don't do that. So we uh, figured we'd see if you were still here. Didn't leave us. Uh, you left us one of these. You see a small egg-shaped stone with runes on it. Mm-hmm. And then we have, uh, oh, what is this? A teddy bear. <laughs> Can't imagine why you have one of these, but everyone needs something. <laughs> he gives it to you. <laughs> and, uh, you also have quite a sack of gold. Um, not your average bit, though. This is some odd guffin, isn't it? He hands you this. You open it up and see that there are about 75 crystalline discs in there. Each of which have three different runes on them. Mm. Oh, and uh, it came by parchment this morning, addressed to one Veridoth, owner of this room. And he hands you a small metal cube about the size of a D6. Ooh. Some ornery bloke with a metal jaw left it for you. Ah. Alrighty. Do I recognize this? What? The, 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 the cube for what it is. No, you've never seen one of these a day in your life. Okay. No, I'm just meeting Alrin. No, no, he's probably... Fighting some ferocious beast right now. Yeah, something with multiple eyes and one giant one, or probably something like that. It's actually about six eyes, two jaws, two tails, and a giant. God, <laughs> 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 oh, I can't wait to meet him in person. Gorak is never gonna meet him. I know. I just feel it. <laughs> ah, cramp in my. What's up, it's, it's like ah. he's. Heard stories of the great Alrin. Never gets to meet him in person. <laughs> it's always the, you literally just missed him as he gets into a limousine and drives <laughs> off. Okay, so moving on. Uh, you do find that with the cube comes a little note. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it basically says it's command word. Mm-hmm. Vareed, you have... Quite curious taste when it comes to command words. <laughs> Get fucked being one of them. I'm very curious what you'll make the command word for this item. Remember, your party members have to say it, so maybe you can get them to... Party time. I'll leave you to deliberate. Maybe if we have to take a break, we can discuss it amongst your party members. Right. Do we want to quickly pause to discuss? 
or I don't think it'll be relevant this episode. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't foresee it unless you guys get into some serious fuckery in the next hour ish. <laughs> so uh, yes, you now have uh, your egg. You have your teddy bear, your money. I don't recall if I gave you guys anything else. Mac, you can let me know if I missed I, anything. I think that was all of it. I think I, I was like, you get an egg and the teddy bear was from something else. Uh, mm -hmm. This is uh, catching up for a, an old session that nobody else was really here for. Anyway, moving on, you guys actually have, I'd say about a half hour to 45 minutes uh, real time to explore. Please. Um, I say that we should probably either go to the, the fair area or the Crystal Pyramid seems pretty interesting as well. I was about to say, that seemed like it was too far off. There is that path of vines that we saw. Oh, true. There, well, I must remind you that um, you know those areas, sure, but you don't know what's in them. Hmm. We should probably find out. We Why not find put some... You guys are adventurers. Go around, ask some people some stuff. Mm. I say the barkeep seems very knowledgeable. Before we walk out, Gorek looks over and goes, Should I be worried about having this on my neck? Mm. We're a choker. I was going to ask about getting a scarf if he says yes. Mm. It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. You bad. don't know that. I mean, you can infer, I, but... I can infer... I, I don't think that people would respond well to a tiefling house sigil. God, I wish I knew. God, I wish I could just say out of nowhere. He pulls out a scarf from his bag and just wraps it around his neck real quick. You pull out some bandages <laughs> and dress it. You are a ranger. Yep. Maybe you have like a natural looking vine that kind of mimics your skin tone that you're used to bandaging it up with. So... You wish for something more fashionable than oh, bandages. No. <laughs> no one marks a fucking orc and gets away with it. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> so we go downstairs. We go to the barkeep. Yep. You guys are you guys are going to the Golden Hornet first course of action. Yep. I would like a small declaration. Mm-hmm. How long are you gonna are, are you gonna spend gathering information? Ten minutes. Mm -mm. No. Five. No. Um, Mac. In game or out of game? No, uh, out of. I imagine out of game. You guys will be doing this for about ten minutes. But I mean, considering this is going to be your first time potentially venturing out of town with no clear goal. I want to say, probably quarter of a day. Yeah, quarter of a day, gathering information, eating breakfast. I'm sure it's going to be one of those things where he's like, somebody's like, well, I've never heard about anything like that, but that sounds like something this person would know. Just keep going around until somebody actually tells us something. I'd, I'll try not to ring around the rows of you too much. Mm -hmm. Maybe like the first guy's like, hmm, that's not exactly up my alley, but this person would know. And that's where it stops. Yeah. This is not going to be an MMO. Well, I think I got this guy over here. This guy, fuck no, that guy's a retard. Go here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sorry, an imbecile. I need to work on that. <laughs> yep. 
So yeah, half basically a quarter of a day. Yeah, we spent a quarter of a day gathering information on the local areas that we've. Would you? Could I be so bold and to say that you would spend quarter of a day getting information about local information, and then maybe another quarter, basically do half a day to t- narrow it down to somewhere that yeah. you want to explore? Okay. And then maybe spend the other half of the day getting there and maybe attempting that location? Does that sound like a fair allotment of your day? Does everyone agree to that? Eh. Yeah. So the question is, are we wanting to do the vines or are we wanting to do the fair? Depending on what the townspeople say. All right. I'll so. literally just do a coin flip. <laughs> okay. No, don't uh, coin flip. I don't. I don't. There's so much that's already RNG based. Don't make your yeah. exploration RNG based too. If it, if Fine. we want to do RNG, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the wines do smell of brimstone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, here's what we'll do. You go to the barkeep. So, consider your first quarter of a day started. You have now eaten breakfast, and you are now gathering local information. Mm-hmm. You start at the barkeep. You find him serving his customers, and I imagine you walk into the bar, and mm-hmm. how do you approach him? Good morning. Ah, good morning, Veridoth. I was wondering if you had some information on the local area that we're in. We saw a couple of uh, paths that uh, we didn't really know anything about leading off the main road. Anything in particular? I mean, this place has a lot of sites. used to be. Vine strangle path smelled of brimstone. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, south of the mountains, right? Up north? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nasty bit, that. Yeah. Haven't got too many people to go down there, unfortunately. Um, Why do people try to go down there, though? That's a good question. Honestly, last I heard some cultists made up uh, some nasty old terrain try to keep their uh, stuff up. Mm. That's all I know. Mm. Cults, you know. Cults. Anything to do with the surrounding land or their own cult or something else in particular? Nah, cultist is a cultist. I'm afraid Master Veridoth basically summed it up. We, None of us have been able to make it through far enough to figure out what's going on. But pretty much, we smelled trouble and the trouble smelled like cultists. People keep an eye on it. Never really seen anyone come or go. That's all I've got for you, unfortunately. However, there is a, there's a nosy old bloke about... Oh... Uh, Four in, two up. He's uh he's actually one of you, Druid. He kinda of just lives out in the middle of uh a Druid here? Yes. Actually you'd be surprised how many of them came here after uh after they went tits up north. Especially. This land needs more druids. I wonder if it's Bobbin or Poppy. <laughs> he doesn't know a Bobbin or a Poppy, but he kind of waves your way. Did they ask about the fair? Sorry, no, not yet. There, the, he asked about the vine strangled path. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, part of if you want to write it down, or if everyone wants to write it down for her, there is a druid that lives about four miles to the east and two miles north that may have information on the vine strangled path. Mm-hmm. I heard a couple of blokes, uh, Carl, Carl, and Quinn, something about 
going up north, some ruins with treasure in them. Oh, you heard about those two chaps that done walked off the wharf. Oh, okay, so those two idiots. So I'm assuming you're talking about Harry and Leo. So the fours of them are best friends. Pretty simple. Harry and Leo, they come over here all the time. They work as often as they can get drinks in their hand, which is bloody all the fucking time. Carlisle and Krim, best mates, they practically were inseparable. One of them came into a bunch of money in a treasure map, decided to up and quit their jobs, leave their wives, and go become adventurers. Hmm. Nobody's seen them since. Hmm. Uh, ruins, though... Shit. Uh, I mean... This is Vela. There's about ruins as far as the eye can see. You go in the right direction. Though I think Leo mentioned something about... Uh, what was it? Uh, it was a factorium of some kind. Of magic? Yeah, amongst other things. Oh. What? Factorium. factorium. So think factory, but with instead of a Y, it's an I-U-M. How long has the ruins been known about? Uh, since the Great Kaboom? Hmm. I believe this would be a wise time for me to say that you all may have heard at one point or another things kind of went south in Vela. You understood that um, Vela's always been a rather... Uh, Rambunctious? Intrepid country. Uh, they made strides like Fomalhaut in magic long before Fomalhaut was ever like... Fomalhaut did theirs by study and conglomeration. Just everybody kind of packed in and studied together. Vela was a few smart minds that were the cutting, bleeding edge of magic. Doing crazy, wild things. Mm. Of course, the eggheads had to do something wrong. <laughs> so you knew that... Something happened over here that nobody's ever really talked about outside of here. Which is why the air smells like the wrong end of magic, like f magical failure. So, there's a little bit of a hint to the backstory of Vela here for you. And then, of course, the fair. Fair, fair. That's also out east, yes? Yep. Mm -hmm. Maybe about two miles out of town? Yep. Walking the road? Wait a second. You know... What is the name of that place? Um, a lot of people ask about that thinking like carnival, but it's not. It was a man's name. He was some intolerable bloke. Oh. Come to think of it, I think... So it was a vineyard. Mm -hmm. Vineyard? Yes. There was this guy. He was from, uh, what was it? Oh, God. It was some intolerable, uh, I think he was from Regulus. Intolerable man. Hmm. Now he's a hermit because he was intolerable. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to punch you. As in the Regulus arena. Yeah, you know it. Mm -hmm. All too well. All too well. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, had a vineyard. Don't know what happened to it. Must not have been very good. Never heard of a vintage what came out of it. 
Isn't it great? (laughs) (laughs) And then northeast of here was an obelisk? Obelisk. Obelisk. Yeah, no, sorry, love. That one's out of my jurisdiction. Mm, So I hallucinating things, or I think I saw a crystal pyramid out east. You can see it from the mountaintops. Shit, that's real far. It's a bit of a trek, but uh, I think that's actually so far northeast you're actually going to have to uh, cross uh, Lake Stratum, unfortunately. So, that's about a three days ride minimum to get to the lake and then even beyond that. Mm-hmm. Sarah? This might be the time you mentioned the obelisk being over there. That's where I saw the obelisk. Oh! Well, okay. So if you were staring at that and then struts. Oh dear. That I can point you towards somebody. Yes. In. On the lake, actually, there is a town. In the town, there's a bloke. Uh, last I saw. He, uh, he had a green house. Green house. That's who I'd go and talk to. Mm. By green house, do you mean the house is green? Or yes, no, the house is quite green. His name, if you want to write it down, Aldalyn. Aldalyn. Do you know the name of the druid? I haven't met him, unfortunately. No, he lives out there. People say he's kind of like a... He's like a rumor. He's always so far in. People don't really travel the roads he takes. Well, that usually does happen to druids that are on their own. Hmm. So we got a lot of choices where we want to go. Cultists tend to hoard treasure. They do. And I don't like cultists around here with all this fuckery going on. And I mean... Fareed? Yes? I'm going to cite a very in-game specific example. Yeah. In Divinity 2, how many times did the cultists give us good loot? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly how many times did they give us loot that made us go, (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, like, once. And it was because we were able to rip faces off, okay? And that was for, like, a very specific character. By the way, Larian Studios, we love you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Back to the game. I mean, you think they have treasure, but I mean a vineyard. Even if he was a crap vineyard, he got gold somewhere. Hey, you. Yeah. I mean, you guys have options. And you guys could literally, if you wanted, um, you guys have spent basically a quarter of a day gathering information in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you could spend the next quarter of the day maybe researching a very specific location or you could spend a quarter of a day gearing up and spend a half day searching we could we go to the druid that knew information about the cultists because they also bring bad juju if you use cultists alone long enough uh, you want to you want to spend the next quarter of a day going to the druid Mm, because he is six miles away i mean 
Anything we can find out about this place be worth it. Yay! And I'd love to talk to another druid. I have it for about a hundred years. Oh, and I, I would also like to inquire while we're still, before we head off, if anyone has put any sort of bounty on those cultists. Bounty. <gasps> well, this isn't the bounty shop, unfortunately. I mean, if there's any local spats what needs solving, I mean, I've got old Justice there, and he points to a giant mallet. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say, so, is there a bounty board around here? Yeah, actually. Uh, walk out, you got two. You got one up north. But we're now here. Hmm. Can't miss it. Giant old piece of rusty old wood and metal. People just sort of tack things with uh, nails. About the usual kind of bounty board, then? Of course. We're, we're in a poor town, mate. Might I remind you that Alonzo also wanted to talk to you guys? Mm. Oh, yeah, that. Uh, I'll consider this part of the initial, like, quarter day. Alright. <laughs> okay, as long as it's part of the initial quarter day. Yes, it's part of the bounty hunting and initial thing grabbing. I mean, it is a quest. Right. It is a quest. I've had this. This is the this is the joke quest. <laughs> I mean, the joke one we should do on a short episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, it's a joke quest, and it starts off with a really lame joke, but it's actually a, it's actually kind of cool. All right. Let's go check out uh, racist douchebag. Mm-hmm. It's almost like someone said it for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you already said it once. I'm just trying to accelerate I the know. process. Can I destroy the water in his body? No! <laughs> Not until... Shay! <laughs> Not until he's proven to be an uber racist, then you can do it. If he's just a normal bigot, then I don't care. See it coming. He'll just start choking for whatever reason. Listen, if he is an actual bigot, <laughs> I make sure he disappears. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Y'all are plotting the murder of an NPC, and he only accidentally counted how many of you there were. <laughs> All right, so you guys walk up to the dockyard. Well, I say walk up. You you ride on your horses because it's actually a bit away. Mm-hmm. You notice there's a bounty board here too, uh, in the wharf, because there's some like the coastline does follow up a ways, so there might actually be bounties here at the wharf that you can't get over in town. Mm. Just something to keep in mind if you want to write it down. You notice a a building uh, like a storage yard that seems slightly better maintained. You kind of get the idea that Alonzo might keep his office there. And there happens to be a ramshackle set of stairs that lead up to a very pretty door. Well, I think that Harda should be the one to knock and inquire because... I kicked my foot on the door. Oh, so... God. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just knocking with my feet. Hey, are you Missy? How are you doing this today? What's in your mouth? No, I'm doing this to make the voice for huh? Jesus Christ, this guy's supposed to be unintelligible. Uh, How can you, I help you? Is there any bounties? Any good ones? No, who the fuck do you think you are? Huh? I said who the fuck do you think you are? I'm a bounty hunter! He <laughs> he No, he is. The fuck are you looking at? 
<laughs> what you want? You guys should do business. What would you say? Alonzo wants to speak with us. Sincerely doubtful, old friend. However, I will call and take a check. He closes the door. God, fuck that <laughs> voice is not worth doing. <laughs> Yikes. God, that must sound awful. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it does. But it's supposed to be. This guy This guy looks like hunchback, gnarled, messed up jaw. Doesn't speak plain English. You can tell he's the kind of person who normally works on a... This is a guy you don't see out working. This is a guy who probably just... <laughs> anyway, he comes back. Fuck, I don't even know. I'm sure they just this one. Oh, God. I, I wonder what the finger tastes like. Sure, <laughs> shit, go good out there now. All right. Yeah, so, uh, Alonzo wants you to go out and, uh, I think the word he said was he wants you to go out and clear a haunted portrait on. Haunted what? A portrait, lady. You ever heard of it? Nope. Haunted what? A haunted bathroom. Haunted bathroom? Is there a girl ghost in there? I don't know. Fucking bunch of workers going this fucking left. We're losing pennies every day. Gold doesn't make itself. And I'd be right happy if you went out and cleared it out for us. On half payment up front. Yeah, how much you asking, pal? Well, I guess it ain't getting done. No, seriously, he's asking how much you want. Oh, how much do you want? Hmm. What would be an actual fair price? For the I don't know. What's very no, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. As DM, <laughs> this kind of work. Knowing what it is. I know how much you'd be paid, but considering at this point you think it's a haunted bathroom. <laughs> it's like he said haunted loo. He did. <laughs> he said haunted <laughs> He wants you to go clear out a haunted porta john <laughs> How much does it take for you to go cleanse a bathroom? <laughs> you want half payment up front? I do want half payment up front. Are you sure you want to stick with that story? <laughs> no. That's Laura like it. Yeah, no, that that is... And make sure to have tons of tins of tea prepared. Alright, see so it set or not. Are you gonna go clear out a port or not? Yep. Yes, our price depends on what we fucking find out there. Well excellent. Who we most leave? He oh. gives you a sloppily written note. <laughs> Probably dripping. No, only my fucking finger trips. <laughs> God damn, that voice was not worth doing, but it came out exactly as intended. <laughs> you have a note that says, Bounty, clear out the Port de John. <laughs> All right. Contract keeper, Alonzo. Mm -hmm. Written in very fancy Italian script. All right, let's go, let's go check out the Port de John. Do we know where it is? Is We're it in town? the John around back. <sighs> do I, do I do it? <sighs> God damn it! Yes, you walk around to a literal outhouse. <laughs> 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 
There it is. There's the shit house right there. You How see, bad does it smell? Nobody's used it in quite some time, so probably. Oh, better than it probably only smells like three week old shit. <laughs> I'll walk in there. You find a shitter, dude. <laughs> happening now at the table, but it worked. Chad, breathe. I'm trying. Hey. I don't know why. I just... Breathe. You have an idea that maybe five seconds into this house, house, you realize that you've either been punked or this might not be what you're looking for. I want to go find dock workers. Shake the outhouse. You wanna you wanna tip over the outhouse? I don't wanna tip it over, I wanna shake it. No. No. Are you to prevent me? Yes. I roll a straight check! She wants Roll off! <laughs> Fuck it! This this oh. episode's gone off the rails. It was on the rails? Yes! Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, what, what did I get, Chad? What'd you get? I rolled a I no, I physically He rolled a thirteen. But I have a plus five strength modifier. No, you're technically doing a strength check. But if we were going by natural rolls, she would have won. Of course, she has the luck of the fucking devil. Excuse you. So. It's anti-angel, thank you. You, uh. She gives it a slight tip and then you stop her. Let's go. But isn't this the haunted toilet? Where's the haunted girl? No one said anything about haunted girl. I I I go. I want to go find the dock workers. The actual the the, the grunt <coughs> workers. You you, know? you find some of the grunt workers doing lifting logs, hay bales, you know, uh, things of apples and whatnot. They've got all sorts of like cabers on their shoulders. They're they're working. Where's the haunted shitter? 
The fucking what? Are you insane? Literally asking us about haunted shit. Can you believe this fucking guy? The fucking knife. We're out here working our fucking guts. Are you asking us about a haunted shit? What? You fucking got anything else to do? You fucking mouse. Alonzo <clears throat> wants us to get rid of whatever's stopping you guys from preventing from using the shitter. You haven't laughed. Seriously, this guy's off his fucking. I pull out rock. the. I pull out the contract. <laughs> oh no! Fucking wonder. He's got fucking Wonder Boy writing up contracts today. That fucking idiot doesn't know his toenail from his asshole. Port de John, what a fucking idiot. He didn't mean the shits are out back, works perfectly fine. Pretty sure Robert here used about ten minutes ago. Actually, where the fuck is Robert? <laughs> that bastard's down at the pub. <laughs> no. No, he wants... The port of John. You know, second biggest port on this side of Valentina. About ten miles west. Oh. Alright. Yeah. <clears throat> Something awful done took over the old neighbourhood and made everything go fucking cross-eyed. Now the old place is uninhabitable. Hmm. What, fucking dead walking the streets? Fucking devils sacrificing people? Guts spilling out? You get sick? You got people that what just straight up left their houses and their fucking belongings there. Fucking thing went south so fucking fast. Pretty sure people's shadows turned on themselves there. Absolutely insane. So yeah, you can take your haunted shitter and shove it right up your ass. Come on, boys. They leave. Cookie? They leave. <laughs> they, leave. they leave. <laughs> so yes, right. I can't believe it. The haunted shitter joke worked better than I intended. Good. I don't know why. It just was one of those things where it's like, it hit, and I'm like, no. God. I couldn't have planned that reaction better. So, on your list of quests and places to explore, you guys now have one more. The Port of Johan is actually how it's pronounced. Johan. It's spelled Johan, they say John. Oh. Port of Johan. Ten miles west. And that is ten miles west of Valentina. <clears throat> just so you know. Ten miles west of Valentina? Yep. West is a direction you've not gone before. It sounds like we'd have a lot of fighting with that one. People are walking dead about and whatnot. <clears throat> well. Where are you guys going to go? Something good, something bad. Something that might need all four of us, maybe. Wow. Guys, you have about 15 minutes uh, IRL to make. Or we could leave it for the next episode. Maybe. I'd say we plan where we're going to go, and the next episode will be that. I was going to say, you technically are still in your original quarter hour. I think the original plan was for the druid still. We could still say we want to do the Vine Strangled Path for the next episode. Yeah. So, druid. Let's go do the druid encounter then. So, uh, for sake of clarity and just ease of uh, whatever else is going on, um, you, yeah, we'll just say you guys happen to, we'll say Parda took the lead on this one, just to get this right out of the way. You start realizing maybe Druish markers, like, like road markers. Things you haven't seen in other parts of country before. You start following them until you come to a little hut. 
with a bunch of herbs out in the back. They had their own laundry, smoke coming out with some herbs. You don't notice any smoke. It's very low. It's quiet. It's almost like it. Like you, the only way you notice it is because it's not like above ground. This is very well hidden. Oh, like out of sight because of a hill. Think of the ring wraith situation in Lord of the Rings. There's that cave they hide under. Okay. It's like that. I was gonna say it looks more like Shrek Swamp, but without an obvious house in the oh. middle. That works too. It's literally like built into the ground, but there are signs of living. There are like maybe shrubs, herbs, shrooms that are not natural to this area, obviously, maybe that you recognize as regents and potions and whatnot. So we got a druid potion maker. Amongst other things. Mm-hmm. Knock on the hut. Fellow druid here with some companions. You he, you open the door to see an older, like, high elf. Oh, a druid that's an elf, too? Hello, sir! He says in druid, uh, Hello, young pathwalker. Hello. He, uh, he remarks that it's quite, um, odd to see a wood elf so far from the forest. <clears throat> I would say yes. But this place needs our help, does it not? Quite a bit of tending. Mm. Indeed. This grove is quite corrupt. How long has it been this way? The roots have grown gray over many centuries. Many. And it supposedly might be... Never mind of that. I did hear there's some cultists beyond the path of vines that you might know something about. Aye. They weave dark magics that strangle the vines. They summon dark beings. Mm, That's not good, that's not good. Do you know how powerful they are? Their numbers are many, but they are weak physically. Weak physically. And is there anything they're planning to do or why they're out that far? There are any number of reasons why. But I might have to go to find out. No. I have sent many falcons over the area. Many do not return. So they don't cherish life at all? No. Mm -hmm. He he shows... um, He's only sent maybe five falcons, but that to him is still five too many. I have collected some things, though. Things that I believe will make traversing the paths easier. Yes? Yes. As a druid, I'm sure you'll know what to do with these. Mm-hmm. He hands you three vials of various herbs. Mm. You and your companions are far more suited to this nature than I. Mm. He seems um, a very old elf. This is a, this is a druid that is meant for Wisdom. the life of a the life of serving nature, not combating nature. I'm guessing one of them is for the darker vines. Yes. Beware. I've seen the thorns breathe fire. 
Whatever infernal magic they use can only bring ruin. Remember this. <coughs> it goes we have another fireboy here. Master Druid. Yes, good sir. I fear some darkness has come across this land. Do you recognize this? And I, I, I do the, the house mark of the, the, bad, the bad mark. You do the bad mark. I, I show him the, the bad mark. I show the bad mark of the bad thing. the same one on my neck? <coughs> yes. So I yes. show him too just so he sees. <coughs> that symbol is foreign. So it's not the origin of the original imbalance in this land. Definitely not. So it's something new. No. What it's something do? old. Something old, but something new to hear. Not quite. Mm. My child, I'm sure you feel it through the soles of your feet with every step. Mm. Something tainted this land great. Mm-hmm. The folly of man. Believed they could wield the power mm. of the earth in their own hands. Mm. And thus spread the seeds of ruin. Something went very wrong long ago. The wounds may never heal. Uh, we're gonna try to heal those wounds. Any way we can. Absolutely. As for your symbol, I may not know its purpose, but I have seen symbols like it scrawled on many buildings to the far north. Far, far north. Still part of this continent north? Or? Yes. Oh. Hundreds of miles. Has anyone from here traversed that far? There are settlements that far, yes, though a lot, I'm afraid, never really make it past the fields. The fields. You will know what I speak of when you come to them. Mm. You'll feel it before you see it. Mm. How long have you been a druid, Tenderfoot? I would say it was around a hundred years when I met other druids. Before I was just an elf and that was it. He, like, asked for your hand. You are young on the path yet. He, like, turns your hand over. But remember to pay wise the feelings of Earth itself. They never lie. You notice his hands are quite old and frail, but his touch is gentle. Like the feathery feel that older people have on their hands. Kind of. So he's given you a way to combat the vines, and he's kind of given you a hint of what the uh, the path is like, but the actual dungeon itself is still kind of a mystery, but I think that's what lends it some excitement. Do we all agree that that's been basically half a day, and we can say that next episode we'll use the next half to traverse and kill us some cultists? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, this is a shorter episode, but we hope you enjoyed your time with us. Nonetheless, I've been James the DM. Part of the elf, Druid. 
Lakana the demon. <laughs> Chad the half orc. We've loved having you so much. Have a great rest of your day, you guys, and we hope to see you again soon. Don't forget, you can follow all of the updates and all of the things regarding Caravan 13 over at Ninja Star Fox PR1 over on Twitter.